Hello, it's your good buddy Steve-O from the 4i Radio Network. I'm here to talk to you about one of our sponsors known as the uh, NerdBlock. Now, how do you get to NerdBlock? How we can get some stuff from NerdBlock? Well, this is what you do. You go to any one of the 4i Radio Facebook pages and you click on the Sign Up or Shop Now button at the top of that Facebook page. Boom, it will bring you to NerdBlock. Now, NerdBlock is a monthly subscription block that you get every month. You pay a fee, you use those links, we get a little kickback. Now, I know what you think. It's like, which one should I go for? I don't know what I like, Steve-O. What do I like? Well, I'm going to tell you. You got NerdBlock, which is everything that nerds need. It's nerdgasm up the wazoo, okay? Then you got Horror Block. So all you horror movie fans out there, everything that's horror, gory, bloody, disgusting, boom, it is in that block for you. Then you also have Arcade Block, one of my personal favorites for video games. I mean, right now I'm dropping down to the track of Chrono Trigger, one of my all-time favorite video games. Yeah, Arcade Blocks has everything. And with all these blocks, you get a... Oh, yeah, and there's Comic Block for comic book fans and Sci-Fi Block if you're into Doctor Who. Like, there's so many different blocks. So go ahead, click on any one of our Facebook pages. You can go to Life is Shit. You can go to Arcade Bros. You could go to uh, Not Another Bee Horror Cast. I mean, you can go to the uh, Socially Awkward uh, show. Uh, Facebook page. Click on that shop now, sign up button, boom, brings you to the nerd block that you want. We get a little bit of a kickback, and you get this birthday present like every month, dude. So come on. If you're not going to believe me, you're not going to trust anybody. You got to trust Steve. Steve O. Steve O knows, and Steve O shows you on my Instagram what all cool shit you could be getting every month. So check out our sponsor, Nerd Block. Hello, this is Steve-O from Life is Shit, and you're listening to a brand new production on the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Arcade Bros. We are back. Yes, that's right. We've been on hiatus. There's been all these dear things that's happened. Things have come up. It's called Life People, but we do have fine time to do some gaming and big news of a lot of stuff that came out this week, uh, which we're going to touch upon, of course, Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, the Nintendo Switch, and a couple of other cool things that we're going to catch up on and let everybody know what is what, and some of the new games that have come out this week, because we're getting up for the holiday season, so without further ado, let's drop that fat beat and get this show on the road. And we are back. I am Stevo, player one, along with Raven, Revenge Lover, player two. And uh, I've got player two point five. Player two point five. Hi. <laughs> she is very adorable, I will say that. But Thank you. It's so yeah. funny. I, I I always say that about other people's kids, but uh, I don't think I'll ever have kids because I'm like, ah eh, no, I'll, I'll be a Rhea. That's I'll, fine. I'll be a spectator. <laughs> I'll be a spectator for now. Um, but yes, we are back. Uh, I don't know if Matthew will be joining us. Uh, I know he had a couple of things to take care of this morning, but, uh, if he does join us, he'll be coming in late. So, uh, we'll be waiting for the little exception. Like Matthew would like to join your pod. 
um, achievement on our thing. But of course, uh, you can find us at www.arcade-bros.com. Of course, the whole page is broken. I've still got to fix that, but again, that's in the back burners. But don't worry about that. But you can listen to us on 4iRadio.com, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Mo- Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, and Player FM. And of course, we are brought to you by Amazon.com. You go to the Sasquatch.net, click on that Amazon banner, and shop like you normally do. Of course, with all the gaming consoles, new equipment that's going to be coming out for the holiday season, go to Amazon, man. Gets a lot of cool stuff. Maybe if you have Prime, you get like two-day free shipping and get things there quicker. And we get a little bit of a taste back if you do. So without further ado, since it's been a been a long, long time... Listeners probably need to catch up with Raven because Raven's life has been pretty busy over the past uh, year and a half, probably. I don't know. It's probably not even that long. But uh, Raven, what have you been up to? Oh, my gosh. Being a mom with Player 2.5, she's been the most amazing thing ever. She loves video games. She keeps grabbing all the controllers, so she wants to play one day. Oh, nice. (laughs) Very good. Now, I think your best bet to do is start her off with probably, you know, an M for Mature game. No. Oh, yeah, you know, some Contra, <laughs> some Resident Evil. <laughs> Wait, is Contra, like, considered... No, uh, she watches Chris play Dark Souls, and she wants to play with him, so oh. I guess that's her first mature game. <laughs> that Oh, you know what? Yeah, yeah, that is true. That was actually uh, 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 Patrick's, uh, his daughter. She was watching, uh, like, his... Uh, uh, brother-in-law play like the new the batman arkham city game or the arkham knight game and that's like their first m1 and she's like i want to play that game and patrick's like yeah should i get this game for her i'm like dude robin dies in it and uh yeah no uh get her lego batman 3 i think that'd be more up her alley um (laughs) oh man the things we do for kids yeah but yeah so you're a mom uh you gotta you moved into a new place Moved into a new place. Uh, well, new old place. It's one of our old apartments from back in the day. Oh, really? Is it and, the same one? Is it, like, creepy? Um, It's... I'm trying not to tell everybody where I live. Oh, no. It, I was. You don't have to tell you where you live. I just meant, like... It's, so it's the same, basically, complex. But d- probably... It's a, a previous complex from the previous one. Okay. Previous moving, but a different apartment. Okay. So we no longer live in the front. We live in the back closer to the pool, which is much better, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because the pool's right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I have that same thing. Like, my location is kind of perfect. I'm, like, right on this little roundabout. There's my mailboxes, the workout room, and the pool. Like, literally less than 15 feet away from me. Yeah, so one day when we're hosting a game night, it'll be a pool, drinks, and game night. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I'll have to get my ticket and just go out there for one night and then come back. <laughs> my girlfriends. Oh, yeah. Mm, hello there, ladies. <laughs> Especially since I've been pro-lifing a lot, uh, I seem to have just more laid-backness. Um, Last I heard, you were with somebody. Are you still with said somebody? Um, uh, it's a uh, yeah. No, we're not gonna. Uh, it's uh, I'll tell you off air. It's a little complicated. Um, Speak no more, fam. Speak yeah, no more. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's, uh, it's weird. It's weird. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I basically. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll talk about. It. I know all the listeners were like, "What?" or they didn't care, or, um, yeah. So, but yes, um, I'm in love with Hello Kitty and their best buds for life now. Oh, did you? Who did? You. Oh, I fell in love with Hello Kitty and I'm best buds now with them. Yeah. What's her name? Like Kitty, Kitty something. Kitty White. Kitty White's her name. 
Kitty White's her name? I have no idea what you're talking about or where this is yeah. going. But. Hello Kitty, they announced it. Hello Kitty is a little girl inside a costume, and her oh, name is Kitty White. That's that's right. That that what? That's like two, what, a year, three years ago that came out or something like that? Where everyone's all like, really? Um, like a year or so. I don't, yeah, that's why I'm like, what are you, what are, what are you talking about? But, um... Yeah, so uh, anything anything else going on with your life or... Uh... Um, you know, gaming here and there. Um, I just recently picked up a client that their main focus is everything geeky. Oh, cool. So cosplay, video games, whatever, whatever. So I do a lot of their illustrations and stuff. Oh, that's, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I kind of feel like I'm betraying you guys because I'm not doing anything for you guys. Uh, well, okay, Raven, we we came up with a verbal contract, and we uh, we you're you're a sponsor for us. We we hopefully have been getting you more people to go to your website and get uh, graphics done. But you giving us just basically, hey, I designed this, or we we request stuff from you. Uh, since no money is being exchanged, and it's all kind of like just helping each other out. Uh, I'm not too worried about it because I'm all like, hey, if you're getting paid by these people, go ahead and take that because people need to eat and pay bills and stuff like that when you do have your free time because I know how that goes. Like I designed one logo and then people are like, you need to do drawings for me. I didn't know you drew. And I'm like, this is why I don't I don't draw anymore because <laughs> that's why I don't do anything for family. I'm sorry, family, but <laughs> yeah, like... they're like, oh, you know how to use Photoshop? Here's like a million bajillion photos. Please edit all of them. <laughs> yeah, it's so, yeah. So I, I totally understand that. And I mean, that's like some people, they've asked me like, hey, I'd like to do a podcast. I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, are you serious about this podcast? And then they never get back to me. Basically, they, they, they like the idea of sitting down and talking in a mic and not having to do anything else. They don't, they're like, I'm not going to edit. I'm not going to give you ideas. I'm not going to help with show notes. I'm not going to do all this. So it's kind of like, well, then it's not really a podcast. It's me basically doing everything and you just want to talk. Yeah. So, uh, so I totally, I totally understand all that kind of stuff. Well, we'll, we'll talk off air about like things that we can plan. Like I could probably do like something one once a week or something. Yeah, no, yeah. But... We'll get our, we'll get our schedule back and, uh, track on all this kind of good stuff. But, uh, speaking of, uh, uh not betraying us cause I don't think you are. Uh, that was like Steven last week, uh, on the socially awkward show. He apologized because he's like, oh, I went out, I went on vacation the week before, and that was like the last Friday because he said he'd come on and guest host with us. And I was all like, why are you apologizing? I'm like, go on vacation. I'm like, it's it's not like you're gonna lose a paycheck if you don't show up or something like that. I'm like, we don't pay anybody. Like, I would love to give people paychecks and like have that kind of sponsorship and stuff, but I'm like, it's I, I get it. Everyone has lives. Like, if you really think yeah. it'd be like, hey, I can't do the show today. I'm kind of like throwing up and dying or something like that. I'd be all like, all right, I'm not gonna be like, oh well, you're off the team and. Yada 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 stuff. So, not a big deal. Not you a big are deal. the weakest link. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but back to back to getting into. The, I know our fans are like, you're gone so long, and then now you're not even talking about video games. So speaking of video games, oh, I know I have, a, I have a video game related like life thing. Okay, perfect. Go go into that. I got, yeah, I got a new tattoo. Ooh, it is based off of King Hearts. Oh, nice. Ugh, it's hard to like twist my arm. <laughs> We'll show you guys. I know you guys are like, we can't see it. Actually, we'll put a picture of it up. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, I don't know if you have access to the Instagram um, arcade one, Arcade Bros Instagram that we have now. But yeah, feel free to, if you want to take a picture and put it on there or whatnot, or send it to me and I'll just post it on the, the Instagram page because um, we got yeah, that nice going on. Oh, yeah, the Babam. And then, of course, Trigon from Teen Titans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Still working on it. Got to get a lot more. I'm trying to like JDM my leg where they like overlap all the stickers. Oh. I want to 
bunch of video game characters on my leg. I like that. Yeah. I don't have any tattoos. Do you have any tattoos? No. I, I've been getting a lot of cool nerdy shirts, though, with another one of our sponsors, Arcade Block. So um, that's been that's been nice. A lot of I get a lot of Zelda stuff, which I, I absolutely love. Like, my entire keychain now is, like, a Zelda shield and then a Zelda, um, I think it's, like, the, the the master key now, you know, to open, like, the boss gates and stuff. So, it's, uh, so that's where I get a lot of my, my shirts. But, yeah, no tattoos. I've thought long and hard about, ooh, oh, that's awesome. My phone case is, uh, uh, what you call Wind Waker. <laughs> yeah, Wind Waker, <laughs> Legend of Zelda. Um, but, yeah, but uh, speaking of video games and everything like that, like we said, a lot of stuff has come out. Uh, it's gearing up for that holiday season, but Raven, what have you been able to play or sit down and get a chance to game on so far this week? My main thing recently has been Assassin's Creed Chronicles China, and I know everybody's like, that game's been out for like a couple months, what's wrong with you? <laughs> well, it was finally it's just... So good. Well, it was, it, like you said, like it's been out for a while now, but it was finally released on Games with Gold, so... Um, yeah, So and, and a lot of being a parent... Hey, that thing's free. Let's download it. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So uh, I've only played, like, I think I only played, like, the I guess the first kind of chapter segment of it. Um, you probably might be more uh, in deep in this one. So what do you what do you feel about this game opposed to the other Assassin's Creed games? Because uh, this was like a side-scroller. Well, Rhea feels a little uh... Oh, okay. <laughs> but did you have more you want to say to everybody? <laughs> No. Does she like? Yeah. Does she like the Assassin's Creed? She's saying she likes the Assassin's Creed, and that mommy's really good at it, and it's super cool that it's a different platform than the original Assassin's Creed. Oh. The fact that it's an old school style platformer definitely a plus. I oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. It was definitely a plus. But um. <laughs> You just have so much to say about this game. She's saying that if all the other Assassin's Creeds were done this way, it would probably be a more successful franchise. Oh, hmm. I don't know, because I, I, cause they have, there's like the China one, and then I think they have a, a London one and another one uh, that are supposed to be like the chapters of like these three other Assassins for the side-scrolling one. Uh, I don't know. I think Assassin's Creed hit a strive at Assassin's Creed 2, which is very, you know, good, and they built upon that. I mean, the best one to me that I loved the most was uh, Black Flag. That one was good. Revelations, or was it Revelations? The one right after, the Unity. third Oh, the third, uh, yeah, that was Revelations, I think, and then... That one seemed like where it kind of peaked, and then the Black Flag was just like a bonus, I guess? Um. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, because the third game kind of... It's so weird. Like, the third one ended, and everyone was very confused by it. I'm still confused by it, like, how it ended and all that stuff. And then they made the fourth one, and we're like, okay, well, who are you bringing into this this one now? And then it was just like, you don't know the character you're playing as. Uh, you just start playing as this character. And then there's also the, uh, you know, Rogue came out, was, like, the last one for, like, the next-gen consoles, um, which was kind of like, okay. But, uh, yeah, then they did, what was it, Unity? Yeah, that one, I'm, like, still kind of sort of playing that one. I think I'm towards the end. But I don't feel any love for it like I do 2 and 3. Yes, that, that's actually a point I brought up. Uh, I'll put it this way. The game ends after you defeat everything and whatnot. I have no idea what the storyline was for that game. 
it was yeah, it was definitely a mixed match of um, everything. I mean, graphics wise, it was pretty cool, and the new mechanics that we were testing out pretty much uh, were kind of you know I was like okay, but then other than that, it's just been this like okay, and then the next one came out, um, and I'm trying to remember what it, I have it. I'm just trying to remember what it was called, and uh, that one I still need to jump in and do more stuff with because it's just one of these kind of things. So, but yeah, so but you're enjoying uh, China now. How far are you into ch- uh, the China one? I think I just got to like the mountains and I'm freeing everybody and things like that. Or I just passed that part. Okay, okay, yeah. I think I just did like yeah, like the escape, grab my weapons, and then moved on to the next one. So, uh, I think this is actually a really fun game. Uh, like a cool old school platformer. Uh, I don't know if they're going to release the other ones free because I don't know if it's necessarily a game that I would actually go out and buy. Yeah, definitely not buy. Maybe like an add-on with all the other Assassin's Creed games they're making. But I kind of feel like the Assassin's Creed franchise has just been handed off over and over to different companies. And they're kind of like, well, let's do our take on it. And it needs to be more of a stick with the the parent company that did it. So that way it's more cohesive. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't actually know what the, now all the Assassin's Creed games are all about. Uh, like I said, I finished unity. Uh, I guessing they was starting a new chapter in the entire franchise. Have no idea what was going on and then playing the new one. And I like the new one cause you can swap back and forth between the brother and the sister. Um, yeah. I, I actually really enjoyed playing the sister cause I think it was kind of cool to finally play as a female assassin. Uh, but most of the missions are really his base missions. And I'm like, ah, okay. But I feel like she has like a little bit better moves and a little bit more elegant, like fighting style, which kind of, I think fits more to the set. He's kind of more like ruggish and just like, I don't care. I'm Cockney. I'm going to, I'm going to slam his face down on the floor and not give a, you know, a, a toot or whatnot. So, um, yeah, so I, they took a, I know they took a year off, like a game is not coming out this year. So I'm wondering if they're finally getting their bearings and going like, instead of doing a game every year, let's do two years game out, out of the gates, you know, kind of thing. Um, oh my gosh, that whole Assassin's Creed game every year thing was kind of getting tiring. Like yeah, when my grandma knows about Assassin's Creed, you know, it's, it's tiring. <laughs> so, um, and of course, uh, yeah, so there's, so you've been playing that. So, and then, uh, you've been playing Pokemon Go. How are you doing with Pokemon Go? Cause I kind of fell off. <laughs> um, I'm not that far in levels. Um, I went and, uh, side note, I found my dad after like 20 something years and he lives out in Alabama, Birmingham. Uh, everybody's like, where's Birmingham? Well, if you remember that guy, uh, MLK and Rosa Parks, that's where they're from. <laughs> oh, okay. But um, while I was out there, you go to, like, downtown Birmingham, and it's, like, super hipstery now. You wouldn't even realize that there was any racism or segregation or anything. And they have this park, and, like, every couple of – like, every half block, there's a Pokemon stop. There's Pokemon stops everywhere. Oh, wow. And if you're looking for Magikarp, that's, like, a Magikarp hub. Oh, really? Yes. So do you have a Gyarados, then? No, you need, like, 200 Magikarp to make a Gyarados. Yeah, I know, but I mean, if it's like a hot, because I I found two. I found garb. four that one day, but I was more into like my family and stuff, so I wasn't well, too much into it. No, that's that's good. I, I'm, I'm glad you're like I don't. I, I so uh, yeah, I haven't met my dad, so I decided to go out and just get magic. I'm like, no, I'm glad I'm glad you spent time with the family. Yeah, no, my brother and sister were super into Pokemon Go too, so it was kind of like a thing we could do oh, together. Cool. Yeah, and but, I caught a bunch of Psyduck. Um, Jigglypuff. Oh no! Nice. A lot of Pokemon that aren't out here. Yeah, there's a lot uh, that aren't here, and you have to go to certain places to find them. But I'm like, I I used to be like really like, oh, let's go out and go Pokemon hunting and stuff. And then I think we kept waiting for it to get cooler here. 
to do it. Mm -hmm. And then I think like, I know a new update came out. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm just waiting for me to do more traveling and going places. uh, And then just trying to see like what's around there. So. Well, a lot of their updates kind of killed the vibe of the game. Chris and I used to do it. We'd go to the park and take Rhea for a walk. Yeah. And there's a park out here, Los Alamitos Park in Long Beach. And it's like every couple of hundred feet, not even a couple hundred feet, every couple feet, there's a Pokemon stop because it's like a Frisbee golf course. So oh. every little Frisbee golf goal is a is a stop. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, because we used to go to Kiwanis Park when it came out. Like we, mm-hmm. Matthew and I would do the show, go get something to eat, go hit the park and just walk around. Like I remember we were there one night and I'm all like, when does the park close? And the lights are going out. We look at the time like, oh, it's two o'clock in the morning. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we should probably head home. Um, but yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, it's a cool thing and it gets people together. But yeah, I think like you, I, I'll agree with you with that, with the, uh, yeah, the updates and then a couple of things that they switched and changed and people were just like, what's going on with it? And then you just kind of forget about it. Yeah, that's that's kind of where it's been. I mean, I opened every so often where I'm like, oh, hey, I have this game. Yeah. When you're when you're at parks, definitely a lot more Pokemon stops. Um, when you're in big cities, definitely a lot more Pokemon stops. You go to downtown Long Beach, there's like four Pokemon stops in a block. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's crazy. That is pretty crazy. But with Los Alamitos Park, it's pretty cool because it's it's a huge park. It's it's in four different quadrants, kind of like down uh, the Phoenix Convention Center. Oh, okay. One is just for golfing. One has a lake. One is just like a foresty park, and the other one's a foresty park with playground and frisbee golf. Oh, okay. So by the time you're finished going around one of the quadrants, you could go again because all of the Pokemon stops refreshed. Oh wow! That, yeah, that is pretty good. Yeah, it's it's nice. They do need to implement the battling and trading. I think that's really what everybody's waiting for. Yeah, I think that would be a very good idea. Um, just because it's like uh, it's something that you would like to do. Like whether it's like people on your team you can train with when like you kind of battle. Uh, you can you know trade Pokemon because that does happen. Where like if I find like oh in my area there's all these like these kind of Pokemon, but you don't have one yet. It's like, oh, I can just trade you, you know, for something or whatnot. But yeah, I think that 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 would be a, a, a smart idea for uh, them to start implementing that stuff. Like, I know they've been talking about it. I don't know if they're rolling it out like next year. Uh, but I, I mean, it's it's yeah, definitely something to work with. Now, I'm actually really curious. Uh, this might be jumping a little bit ahead, but do you think they're really going to implement Pokemon Go with the new Nintendo system that was just announced? Um, I don't think so. Mm, that one, that one's a hard one. I mean, Nintendo likes to keep it to like their base, like the big game creators and programmers and studios on the consoles. Yes. I I don't think they're gonna do it just because they're a very proud company and they're all about like quality and maintaining quality. They can't really control what um what they I can't even remember who, the company who created oh, Pokemon uh... Go is. Uh crap. Game Freaks? Niantic. Oh, yeah, was it? Uh, but yeah, so I was just curious about that. But that's cool it's that you're still able to do some Pokemon Go stuff. I know I still have to... I'm like, I think I got to level 15. I think that's where I'm about. So I'm just at. like... But it was just funny because other people like Matthew. It works out a lot better for Matthew, that game, because he does a lot with his job. He sometimes has to drive to different areas and things like that. So if he's driving around, he has the app open, and he can be like, oh, here's this. Or if he's walking around on a property or something like that. So it's kind of cool for him. Like like me, it's like I'm stuck in an office all day. So it's all like – and then even going outside my office, like even on a smoke break or 
something, there's really like hardly anything out there. So you're just kind of like, mm, all right, you know, so you, that's like, I think I was very happy with it in the beginning. I was like, yes. And then all of a sudden I was all like, oh, I can't, there's not really much anything out here. So just whatever. Uh, and then stop bringing my phone out on break just for that. Um, but yeah. And they made that stupid up where it doesn't matter who's driving or who's a passenger, you can't play Pokemon while you're driving. Yeah, and it asks you that, too. It's like, are you a passenger? And you're like, yes. Um, and then it's like, like again, I don't recommend driving and playing the game because it is very difficult, but usually, like, I do carpooling, and I used to pull it out when it was in my turn to drive, and I'd be like, okay, but then, like, it, it would come up, like, every so often. I'm all like, yes, I am still, I'm still driving. Like, we're still in the car. Like, why are you yelling at me? Well, they have it now that, like, even if you have the game open and even if you're a passenger, no Pokemon will pop up. Oh, really? oh is that a new update now? Yeah. Oh, that's – okay, that's shitty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it also – it's that one guy's fault, like, the, hey, I'll drive around while you play Pokemon. He was pretty much making money off of it. Oh, Oh, smart idea for that guy for the short time being. Uh, but speaking of uh, more games, uh, I talked about the Batman game a little bit uh, last couple of episodes. <laughs> Episode two uh, was out last yeah September. Um, finally played it, beat it actually right before the show. Uh, very interesting, like where the story is going, like some of the new incidents. This actually did was a difficult one because there are parts where you do have to make split second choices. Uh, kind of like Walking Dead, and you're like, so now I have to deal with the reper repercussions of the choices that I had made uh, with the stuff that's going on with Harvey Dent, and then a new villain has shown up and talking about, you know, the children of Arkham. So it's a very interesting storyline. Uh, I will have to say this. Not a lot of Batman play in this one, which is kind of weird. I mean, that's kind of why I bought the game, and I know they're really trying to do the dynamic between Bruce Wayne and Batman. But I thought it was really funny where it literally had a, you have to go visit the mayor. Do you want to visit the mayor as Bruce Wayne or do you want to visit the mayor as Batman? I'm like, I'm visiting the mayor as Batman because I haven't even played as Batman that much in this in this episode. So I was all like, all right. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be a threatening Batman to the mayor. I don't care. I want to be Batman. Like, I don't, I really kind of, honestly, I kind of realized I wouldn't be a great Batman now because I literally just want to punch evil in the in the face and not really care yeah. about doing about punching in the face <laughs> like i don't really care about everything else like i'm like well the detective work is interesting but i i actually know when you do the detective work as batman i do enjoy that in the game i just think it's just the bruce wayne stuff i'm just like uh, uh, kind of thing but all in all it's a it's a fun game uh i like how they did like pretty much all the action sequences you like fighting people and pulling out gadgets and using things so um that's always good. And well, if you remember, a lot of the Telltale games are about the stories and lives of regular people, and Bruce Wayne is more a regular person than Batman. That is, yeah, that is very true. And, they, you know, you can get more drama from just us regular people than you can some superhero. Uh, that's <laughs> true. Because the superhero is always, like, in, in disguise and hiding from people and whatnot. Yeah, that's Okay. Well, but, but like I said, I mean, I'm enjoying it. I can't wait to see what happens with episode three. I'm not sure when that's going to drop. It might, probably will drop sometime in November, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm not really too sure. But, yeah, uh, like, this is the first uh, one of the games that I've bought in the season pass and slowly waiting for episodes to come out because usually I would just sit down and just play all right through them um in like one sitting almost and my entire day was gone but i enjoyed everything i did so well worth it and then of course uh gears of war 4 came out this week or last week i should say uh pick that up now have you ever played the gears of war games i have um it's a lot of testosterone for me <laughs> no i <laughs> so agree I yeah getting into it 
Uh, okay. Well, it wasn't. I've in, seen it. Uh, what was it? I think I. It wasn't until I think episode, uh, not episode, uh, uh, Gears Three, where they finally started implementing female characters to finally play as. Uh, well, even she got a shit ton of testosterone. <laughs> yeah, the one does. The one really does. Um, so it's interesting. But fourth one is very good. I know a lot of people were concerned about uh, the game being, you know, a different company, kind of like what happened to Halo with 343. Uh, I know a lot of people. I mean, I'm still I still have to get through Halo 5 and Halo 4 because uh, those are two Halo games I did not complete. But uh, I remember uh, a lot of people have been saying like, oh, 5 wasn't my favorite one and yada, yada, yada kind of stuff. So uh, this one did a very good job so far of handing over, like kind of like passing of the 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 sword, the torch of the uh, you know new characters to the old characters. So uh, Matthew and I played some co-op last night. Uh, story is really picking up. Uh, it's getting very interesting. Uh, trying to figure out some things. So uh, yeah, but graphics. Very good in the game. Love it. Uh, I can't wait to play some Horde mode and some of the other multiplayer maps and things like that. So that should be interesting. But I bring that up because when I got my copy of Gears 4, it gave me codes for all the other Gears games. So Gears 1, 2, 3, and Judgment. Now, I only I already have like two copies of these games now because when I bought the remastered version... I got the codes for free, and then I also ended up buying those games when they first came out on the 360. So uh, we're going to do our first, since we're already 100 and something episodes into Arcade Bros, we're going to do a contest uh, coming out, uh, I'm going to shoot for probably November, uh, where every week uh, we'll uh, have like a question that comes up. And people can chime in. Basically, you know, you'll follow our Twitter, like us on Facebook, leave a comment. You know, when we we present this up, and uh, there'll be four weeks for each week. You can win a game. So it'll be each one of the Gears of War game. It might even be a question like, what's what is one of your favorite Gears of War games? What did you like about this, or a different franchise, or what maybe one of your favorite video games? So we figure we're gonna give back to our listeners and everything like that and hopefully we can do more kind of giveaways with this but i figure you know what here's some here's four free games for our listeners out there so uh we'll get all the details for you uh in the next couple of weeks on twitter and instagram and all that kind of stuff so i uh, just want to throw that out there but getting Side in note, oh going back to gears of war yes a buddy of mine uh i don't know if any of you guys have heard of him uh, Hydro 74 did a lot. Uh, he did. He designed two of the guns, the special guns in the game. Oh. Um, he's also designed a lot of the Gears of War merch. And he's an, a phenomenal illustrator. Like, if you think I'm good, he is just, oh, my God, I wish I could be as good as him. Oh, um, that's cool. If you guys buy any of his merchandise or any of the Gears of War merchandise, you're pretty much supporting him. So if you guys could do that, that'd be amazing. You get some cool stuff. It's Gears of War. Um, even he designs, uh, I think, Three or two or three of the monster of Rockstar Gears of War cans. Oh, very cool. Well, I have been, I have purchased some of those Rockstar's uh, Gears of War cans, so that's pretty cool. So now I'm actually curious because they have I don't know if the box is still available. If it is, I kind of still want to get it. Uh, but they have a loot crate box of Gears of War that has a bunch of exclusive items. I'm wondering if any of those items in that box is anything that he's uh, designed, created, or anything like that. If it looks super cool, more likely More likely it is, okay. Um, oh, well, that's really cool. I did not know that. So, uh, yeah, give him a shout-out. Go ahead and follow him on – does he have a Twitter? Uh, he, I don't know if he does Twitter, but he's at uh, Hydro74, S-E-V-E-N-F-O-U-R, on Instagram. And Hydro74.com is where you can see a lot of his stuff. And you'll see, like, he's done stuff for Microsoft, Halo, um, Rockstar, Monopoly, like – 
all the big brands. He's done a lot of their stuff. And I just, I'm, I'm kind of like plugging him in as a big thank you for all the help he's given me. Like he's, he's supported me through all of my illustrations and my style and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I, I anybody can promote whatever they want on our shows. I have no problem, especially if it's a, a creative outlet and it's, you know, it builds a bigger, bigger and better community for people. So, uh, but yeah, no, that's, I did not know that. That's very cool. Now I'm excited. Now I'm like, now I'm, now I'm like looking around my apartment. I'm like, do I have anything from Gears? Do I need to get He's done a lot of gears? film, LucasArts stuff, like a lot of uh, Star Wars things. Oh, I do have a lot of that kind of stuff here. Um, especially, like, I bought, like, a mat a while back that's just, like, a Darth Vader mat. And so, oh, you know, I just got new pint glasses. I wonder if you had any designs with that. Um, we'll check it out later. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I know, getting getting off subject and stuff like that. So, okay, so uh, jumping into a little bit of some of the uh, show notes uh, we got here. So I bring this one up, uh, Cuphead, uh, of course, is an indie game. It's been pushed back to now 2017. Uh, not a big deal to me. Uh, I feel like a lot of games, if they are if they have to push it back to make the game better, because right now, off the bat, Cuphead, if you don't know what I'm talking about, is basically looks like a old-school Disney cartoon uh, where two characters basically kind of sell their soul to the devil and then have to kind of go through this whole wacky-like thing. So it's very, 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 very well done. Uh, artwork looks amazing, style, how things move, very platformy, like side-scrolling, old-school kind of game. Uh, but it has been pushed back to 2017, and I don't know if a lot of people are like up in arms about that kind of stuff when that happens. To me, I kind of was like, look, if you're gonna if you're gonna push a game back, and I'm gonna get a better game, it's gonna be no patches needed. No, uh, I, I understand there's gonna be updates, but you know, like a, a lot of things, we go back to Bethesda games where the game gets released, and you're like, well, I might as well wait maybe a month to pick this game up, and they'll might have half of the patches fixed. Uh, I mean, granted, gaming glitches are pretty hilarious during that time. Uh, but I mean, they did that with Zelda Twilight Princess a while back for the GameCube, where they pushed it back because they wanted to add more levels to it, and then they also released it on the Wii uh, at that time. So, what do you feel about this, Raven? When a gaming pretty much says, "Hey, it's going to come out this year," and then it has to get pushed back like a year. Now, do you like that or do you hate that? I'm definitely for it. Um, people, seriously, this is me going to get ranty and like get off my lawn. Um, <laughs> people, these games are not. They're for you, but you're not the the main reason of the games. Yes. Like, it's a privilege for us to be playing these games. And I, I believe Chris Hardwick recently said that in one of his podcasts. And he's just like, you know, everybody's always like, when, when, when? We need to be like, hey, that's cool. Like, continue doing what you're doing. Make the thing better. If you look back at a lot of our older systems, you look at the games, like, they were made to perfection however long they took instead of like, hey, let's just push out the game right now because there was no way for them to update the game right then and there. Uh, yeah. So if they if they sold a crappy product, then everybody's going to be like, well, I'm not buying from them anymore. Yeah, no, it, it, it is true. I mean, there's a there's a, actually a classic gaming company back in the day called uh, LJN. It's a one with the rainbow, and they got a rights to a lot of games. And, yes, a lot of those games were pretty bad. Uh I would have to say, like, that, the, you know, they're obviously no longer around. Uh, I think the last game they actually made was a racing game, an old-timey racing game for Sega uh, Dreamcast. Uh, so, but, yeah, no, I do agree with you. Now, granted, yes, there are games that get really well-hyped. And then there's games that, uh, you know, come out, you play them, and people either rip them apart or hate them or always, like, angry about stuff. Now, you also have to look at it this way with those kind of games is sometimes it's like, look, the graphics could be whatever the graphics are. 
I mean, there's plenty of games that I've played that are 16-bit, 8-bit, even old-school kind of looking games. Like, uh, I think, what was it, like, uh, Time... Oh, I'm trying to remember. It's like Time Force. Something on that was released for the next-gen consoles, but very, very 8-bit looking graphics. But the gameplay was fun, and the storyline was, like, pretty interesting. You know, ridiculous, like, humor. I didn't care about the graphics at that point, because it was more of, oh, I'm playing a... This is a really fun, entertaining game. Uh, now you get games that come out with really huge, you know, landscapes, maps, and all this beautifulness, but the storyline is bad. And you're just kind of like, yeah. well, you're like, well, where is this going? Like, I'm not really enthralled with these characters. It's not pulling me in. It's kind of, and then it kind of detaches you from that. And then that's when you start picking out like, well, you know what? That tree isn't that great looking uh, <laughs> kind of thing. So basically like really badass looking uh, Maserati, but the insides are shitty and it's like a, you know, quad, quad uh, cylinder engine running on automatic. Yeah, so the reason why I bring up this story with Cuphead, because it looks like it's a game I'm looking forward to, I can't wait, I'm excited, so take your time with that. Uh, the other games that I'm very kind of iffy about pushing the game back, this is where I kind of get maybe a little bit hypocritical, um, uh, and not, again, trying to destroy the fanboys uh, PlayStation, but uh, PlayStation, again, has told us, hey, uh, the what was it, The Last Guardian, a game that's been like 10 years in the oh, making, and every time you show us a new demo of that game, it's always the same demo, nothing new. Uh, so I'm worried about this game taking so long, because yes, it, yet again, I believe it was pushed back. Uh, it was, I think it was supposed to be released sometime in October. Uh, I still don't know if it is coming out this year. I could be completely off. It might be coming out this year. But is this a game that people are going to run out and buy the masses, get it, and it's not that great of a game? And then you're sitting there going like, you took 10 years to do this. WTF. Now, granted, I saw GameStop. What? Briefly, go over what it's about. I honestly have no idea. Apparently, okay. So, if you ever played Shadow of Colossus, or I was uh, gonna say it looked like Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, or I uh, Ico. Yeah. Ico was their first game. Now, apparently, these games are part of a trilogy, but they're all different storylines, and I'm not sure how they intertwine with each other. So Ico, okay. I never played, but Shadow of Colossus, to me, I'm like, I don't know how you can beat Shadow of Colossus. Shadow of Colossus is just an amazing game to play. Uh, but how that one ends, like, uh, it's like you're almost reincarnated, and then I don't know if you're that child from that now going into The Last Guardian. So all I know about The Last Guardian is you're a child with powers, I believe, and then you run into this dog, kind of like, um, like a dog slash bird, like a griffin dog. I don't even know what they're calling it. It probably has a name. Uh, and I guess you're trying to figure out why people find that thing as a monster or you're trying to teach it. So I really have no idea what this game is about. Uh, again, this is not a game that I'm going to probably run out and buy. Uh, I'm going to wait to see what reviews are and everything like that. I mean, honestly, I'd rather go back and just get a... I, I might actually run out and just get for my PlayStation 3 that two-pack of Ico and Shadow of Colossus and play Shadow of Colossus again. Uh, so not really sure what The Last Guardian is going to be about. Uh, all it's know. probably these games that are like super hyped, and then all of a sudden it, it's pushed and pushed and pushed, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, it's coming out, blah, 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 go and get it. And everybody's like, I'm over it. There's this other game over here that's super cool. Well, that's what I'm curious about because they, like, we, I was just going to, this, like, brings into the next kind of story with Hello Games, the people who were created uh, No Man's Sky. And No Man's Sky mm -hmm. has increasingly decreased since its release. And uh, now I'll put it this way No Man's Sky, I'm not going to say, is a bad game. Uh, it's a very different game. And if you're not a fan of Minecraft or really big open worlds that you can kind of do whatever you want to do, 
this is not a game for you. I don't agree on the price point for what I got. Uh, I ended up spending the $60 to get No Man's Sky because I haven't had his PlayStation 4 game for a while. Uh, last one I think I bought and beat was Uncharted 4. So I was like, oh, yeah, let me get an exclusive. Let me, uh, you know, try to go in with a fresh mind. Now, I enjoy it. I think it's fun. Granted, I haven't played that much of it, so I still have a lot to explore with the game. But it's also one of those games, if I don't want to focus on anything and just kind of run around and mess around with stuff, that's a game I would put in and kind of just zone out and just be like, so it's like I am playing, but I am discovering stuff, but it's nothing that I'm really focusing on. Uh, but yeah, there was a lot of backlash with that game. Well, a lot of what happened was that they put a lot of eggs in their basket and said, we're going to do this and we're going to do that and you guys are going to be amazed and it's going to be amazing. And then, you know, time comes up to you and you can't do all those things that you said. Yeah, so with that in with that happening, and then also Last Guardian, with all that kind of stuff, this kind of brings me to the PlayStation stuff that's going on right now. So PlayStation, of course, a couple of, maybe a month back, uh, or the beginning of this month, they released basically their new console, uh, pretty much the upgraded version of uh, PlayStation 4 called the PlayStation uh, Pro. Now, during that time, they also released the brand new PlayStation 4 Slim, which I thought the price on that was kind of weird that they were going to actually just sell it for $299. So you're basically trying to compete with the new Xbox system that came out that was $299. And to me, I'm like, well, if people already have a PlayStation 4, why don't you drop the price on the Slim to try to get more people to be like, well, hey, you know what? I can buy a Slim now because the VR is going to work for it and everything's going to be fine. But again, I don't do marketing and I don't think I, I, I might not know audiences, but to me in my head, I'm going like, why would I do that? If you're going to have, if my PlayStation 4 works perfectly fine right now, and then VR is going to work with that PlayStation 4, why would I go out and buy another console next month for almost $600? It's the Vita all over again. Sorry, six people who own Vitas. <laughs> no, I, and, and I agree with you because I almost got a Vita. It looked really cool, looked very promising, and then Sony did the, yeah, we're not going to do any more games for this anymore. And what yeah. I what I don't get now I understand I understand fanboys and I understand people getting like upset about stuff or you know trying to back up their console like I try to play everything be a cool gamer but I do see certain points where people made mistakes heck Xbox One when they first revealed their console their entire E3 was terrible like there were so many people just taking off oh yeah she's gonna game now sorry really, <laughs> sorry really. distraction yeah I was like oh she's playing the Xbox um. Uh, what was I going with? Oh, yeah, so Xbox, like, their first release of the Xbox One, that E3, was a disaster for them. I mean, yes, they have made strides and came back and are now, they've sold, I think, the last two months now, they outsold the PlayStation 4 with the new system, plus you just dropped your exclusive Gears of War 4 game with this. So it's like, yes, Xbox, it took them a long time to finally get back to where they needed, and it seems like they're making, like, the right choices and moves playstation got to this point going like we're winning we're doing whatever so now we're just like it's almost like this election this year where they're just like i could do whatever i want and people are gonna like me and you're like i don't know playstation um so like i i took a stride back because i think the next game i'm gonna get for the playstation is just god of war 4 is the only thing i'm looking forward to just because i'm invested in that franchise i yeah i need to get on that i don't think i've really gotten into the god of like i've seen it and I played games that are similar, but I haven't gotten into it. And like I said, like there's a like everybody has their own taste in games. It's not something that I would try to. I mean, I like it because it's kind of cool gameplay, a little bit of Zelda niche in there where you have to figure out stuff. Um, combo moves is fun. Upgrading your character is fun. But then I think the storyline is just really good with the you know the gods and the myth and 
all that kind of inner turmoil with this uh, character, Kratos. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the fourth one. It looks really good. Um, but then you have, uh, yeah, PlayStation 4 is going to be like, so speaking of the 4 and everything like that, so they have VR coming out. Now, I'm not saying anything bad against VR because I haven't touched it. I haven't played it. I don't know how it's going to work. Am I going to run out to the store and buy one right off the bat? Probably not because I don't have money. That usually helps. They don't like you showing up to stores and going, can I pay with string? Um, <laughs> I wish. Uh, yeah, I'd just be like, here. Um, but yeah, it's something that I would like to try and go from there and see what other titles are coming out and what is this going to be more more use of than just what we've been seeing. Uh, but then I think it's like you're releasing that for about $399, and then next month you're releasing the Pro for like $599, so it's like... Is this really a smart move for PlayStation or not? But I guess time will tell, and we don't know. Um, but uh, so I think that that's just kind of an interesting take of like things getting pushed back, and I don't know. So we'll find out this holiday season, I guess, what gaming console is probably going to be the biggest winner. Um, if you've ever seen any of the uh, like kids play teen or the React videos by yes. Fine Bros, they did a lot of VR gaming. I don't know if you check that out. Maybe that might help you with your decision. I know I want to get the VR, mm -hmm. but I'm a little bit hesitant because, like, wearing 3D, IMAX 3D glasses makes me feel nauseous. Yes. And a friend of mine, he got the VR and said it's you get that, like, weird, you're still kind of in the VR mode and you kind of, your equilibrium's off and things like oh, that. Oh, okay. You go in, in water, like a body of water, like the ocean or whatever, and, you know, you're playing in the waves and blah, 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 and then you go on land and you still kind of feel like you're in the ocean. Oh, okay, so it is a big uh, kind of thing with that. Yeah, it definitely, it throws off your, your center and your equilibrium because you feel like you're you're fully immersed in that world, which is good and bad. So. <laughs> oh, I can totally see it. Well, there is that one video that I just saw the other uh, day where the guy is trying to, like, climb this mountain thing. And then he, like, is in a store, like, doing, like, the demo. And then he ended up, like, trying to reach for something and fell. So, and hello, Matthew. And then he Player runs Player three has entered the building. Achievement! Yeah. Uh, Co-op <laughs> mode is now started. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's it, VR is very interesting to me. But it's not, like, anything that I'm going, like, oh, who wants to do VR? VR is a gimmick, yada, yada, yada. Um, so yeah, I, I, again, I was like, it has to be one of those things where I have to actually sit down, play it and, and get a, a, my own opinion on it. Um, so I hear you, man. Yo. Yay. Hey Matt, how's up? Sorry. I'm delayed. Had to, uh, work, do some work on a Saturday, but I'm here. Hello. Hi it Raven. Is all, all right. Here. All right. All right. <laughs> What's up, guys? What have uh, you guys been talking about? Uh, we just went through a couple of uh, talking about games that were pushed back. Uh, is this a good move? Is this a bad move? Uh, a little bit of the uh, Last Guardian talk, why that game took so, is taking so long to come out, and is it going to be worth it? And then we were just yeah. talking about uh, people's opinions on VR. Uh, like, have you, have you guys, or Raven, have you been able to try PlayStation VR yet? I have a coworker who told me all about it, and I, we were just talking about how it's so immersive that you kind of lose your balance and your your equilibrium. Yeah. And I already have issues with IMAX 3D and feeling nauseous from that. So I'm like unsure if I should get it because I don't want to feel sick, but I do want to play the games. <laughs> yeah, we um I know Steve and I, we haven't had any opportunities to uh Matthew, did you froze? He froze. Okay, well... So VR is <laughs> off the table yeah. with Matthew... Oh, is he back? There you are. 
Oh, there we go. Okay. Was it not good? <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, like, you just stopped and Raven and I, and then I saw Raven move and I was able to move in my screen. I'm all like, I think Matthew's VR just crapped out. <laughs> nice. I was over there just talking away. Um, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. So anyways, you were saying we haven't had an opportunity to try it. Yeah, and I thought, like, Best Buy was supposed to have, like, uh, demo stations that they're going to put up, but I haven't heard anything further, like, of information on that, like, with Oculus or with PlayStation VR, so. Yeah, that is true. Um, yeah, I remember, the, yeah, because they didn't, they post, like, a, like it was almost like the, the VR tour dates or something like that for Best Buys. Yeah, it was, yeah, something like that, yeah. trying to get, like, Best Buy resurgence, because <laughs> yeah. they kind of, like, fell off the map for a little bit. Uh, yeah. Well, that dig- well, like you've been saying, with the digital, like buying your games digitally is kind of a cool, like, you know, it's an easier thing to do because there is that thing where it's like, it's come down to me being lazy where I don't want to uh, get off the couch to remove a disc or whatnot. So if I'm sitting down, I have the control, I'm just kind of like, eh, well, I already have this game installed and it's on the system. I'll just play that kind of thing. Yeah. I, we uh... need to train Toby <laughs> to grab discs and put them in the console. That would be funny. Uh, and be able to turn on and off the TV and use the volume button. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Um, and then, yeah, we did. Oh, uh, we could bring this up since you're here. We talked a little bit about Gears of uh, nice. War 4. So uh, you and I finally got to co-op last night. Yeah, I kind of crapped out early. Sorry about that. No, you're fine. I actually stopped. It was funny because then I ended up today while waiting for everybody. I ended up playing like the second episode of Batman finally. So I completed that. So I'm like, yay, oh, I'm, I'm moving up. But yeah, so Gears of War uh, 4... Uh, Co-op mode, I absolutely love. I thought it was great. It was awesome. And uh, uh, you you played as JD, which is the basically the main character of this this runaround of the game. But I was able to choose from uh, Dell or Kate, so that was pretty cool. And I chose to rock with Kate. And uh, yeah, we played a couple couple of the acts of Act Three. And uh, yeah, I think we're on chapter like on... streamless, yes. no lag or anything that yes no lag everything seemed to work out pretty good so uh uh i was even saying like that act is really like very good story like where everything starts kind of evolving you start seeing where this story might be going uh you brought up a good point though uh so spoilers to anybody who hasn't played gears of war for a little bit but matthew brought up a theory last night uh when we were having some drinks and i didn't even think about that so going into the locust coming back you said yeah i I feel like the Cover your ear balls if you don't want to hear this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel that uh, Ram's back, and I feel like he's the uh, he's the main antagonist of of this go around too. Um, when we were talking last night, you know, in Gears of War three, um, they had the emulsion, and which was like liquid and things like that, and now it's all crystallized and hardened, so it's almost a different type of element shift, but with the same um, locus characters. But yeah, I think I think Ram's back. I think he's going to be uh, the badass in the end. So are all of the old characters, like Marcus and them, are they dead? What's going on? Uh, no, they are They are, uh, They are. are alive. Um, uh, in fact, JD, like Matthew said, the main character, that's actually Marcus Phoenix's son. Uh, okay. So he's going to uh, – so you do run into Marcus Phoenix. Uh, that is a big thing that's going on right now. I'm not sure. I think the one guy, Dell, I believe that's Coltrane's son. I'm, I could be wrong. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, they haven't they haven't said anything about it, but um, just kind of that's how I feel. But we'll see. But yeah, uh, <laughs> we're like I said, we're not that far into the game. Like we said, we're just on like yeah. Act Three right now. I'm hoping that we're gonna run into like Bird, uh, you know, Coltrane. Uh, obviously, certain characters they've already established that are not around anymore. Um, yeah. You did get to play a little prologue with one of the characters. Actually, you got to play as Santiago, uh, Dom's brother, 
which yeah. I thought was a smart move. Uh, and then also there was uh, Kim uh, from the, the first one uh, who was in the beginning. So they are kind of mixing everything together, but it doesn't feel like overwhelming of like, oh, and there's that guy and there's that guy and we're all in the same town together kind of thing. Like they really like it's a slow kind of pacing to it, but I, I think it works very well with the story right now. Are you a Gears fan, Raven? I was telling Steven that it's a little too much testosterone for me, even though they added the female characters. Yeah. And I have a lot of issue with the fact that the characters blend in too much with the background. Okay. I can, I can understand. I'll I'll be playing, you know, and I've tried really hard to get into these games. I really want to get into these games. I'll probably play it again anyway. Yeah. um, I'm playing, I'm the character, whatever. And then I lose track of where I'm at. Because the character is just too much like the background. Yeah. Uh, I, I can, will. I yeah, I will agree with you on that one, uh, especially with one and two, since your character pretty much is all like black colors and then just like a little bit of the, you know, the armor with lights. Uh, I think the third one, uh, honestly, as as dark as the third one is, it seems to be like a more light light game. Like the lighting is better and stuff. But even buying uh, the remaster version of the first one, I could tell a difference and see where my character was because the the remaster is just ridiculously looking and then of course with like you know fiddling around with the color settings and stuff like that but yeah i remember running around a lot in the locust layers in the second one going like where the hell am i like <laughs> yeah and i'm a very visual person you know i'm illustrator and whatever and if yeah. they blend in i'm not gonna see it because my eyes get just too worked up trying to find the thing or whatever if there was like a little bit of a glow or like the saturation was a little bit different on the character, I think that would work better. I will say that this game, the weather effects are amazing. Like the the power that the Xbox One has to develop this stuff is really, really cool. And uh, I forget what they call the the like the dust storms that come through. Do you remember? Oh, they're like the, oh, was it? Um, it's like an electric. Uh... <laughs> yeah, boobs like they call them out here in Phoenix. <laughs> Oh, oh, I forget uh, what they. I forget what they, call. But I, I when they I, come in, they're just like massive and like all this lightning and all this stuff. It's it's cool. Yeah, it's like a dust storm mixed with lightning. It's like a static storm. It's so it's something with electricity storm. I know that, but yeah. a fancy but word it, for it. And it affects the weapons that you use too, because the wind will throw your projectiles and your bullets. So you have to kind of arc it, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, and also like the, the breaking away, like what? They're borrowing some of the 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 gun. Um, physics from battlefield oh hmm. i okay yeah speaking of battlefield i've i've never uh i never played battlefield and i know battlefield one did that just come That's out funny. yeah it came out this week okay uh so yeah uh, raven because uh, matthew have you ever played a battlefield game i think i had battlefield 2 bad company that was free but never touched it yeah i played that game um i also purchased battlefield 3 i didn't play 4 um i like the battlefield games they they take a different spin, uh, you know, opposite of Call of Duty and things like that. Um, I feel like they're a little bit more realistic and more realistic for, <laughs> for me. For me, they're actually a bit more challenging because um, there's a lot of strategy and and you have to use a lot of teamwork as you probably would on a battlefield. Um, running gun and like you can tell the kids yeah. they Call of Duty because they're out there like oh, I've got a 50 cal and a running gun, whatever. Your gun exactly, and they just get blown away. Yeah, your gun weight actually affects how fast you run. Oh, okay. Um, there is bullet drop, so depending on distance will depend on how much of an arc there is on your bullet. Um, it's a lot of like, hey, I can't just do it on my own. I got to re- really rely on my team, so there's a lot of teamwork in the game. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you get the vehicles, which are always fun. And oh yeah, the, jumping out of jets and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes playing, so, driving the vehicles can actually be hard. Like I am horrible at flying planes and stuff in those games. It's I I get in it and I'm like yeah I get all super stoked and then I like hit crash into the ground because <laughs> I'm not paying attention. Yeah, it's pretty difficult. And the tanks are pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. Like you can actually destroy buildings in these games. It's so yeah, cool. It's and fun. then bring like, people in the buildings. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of jumping cool. in the tank with somebody else. Like you can be the gunner while somebody else is driving and Okay. Um, yeah, it's cool. I'm intrigued by Battlefield 1 just because it's uh, going back to uh know world war or whatever but um bad company we'll the first one that's where i never played the first one i only played bad battle uh bad company two. Oh my god you guys need to get bad company one we all need to play because there's people this game is so good there's people still on the servers playing it oh wow oh nice yeah it's ridiculous and the people the characters are so lovable um this was when it was like not as complex as the newer battlefield it was just You've got these guns. You can add a couple of add-ons and then go forward. That's, Versus, I think the new one is you level your gun and you level the little pieces that go with your gun. That's very cool. Was was that a 360 game or um, was it on original Xbox? A uh, 360, and then I think later they released it on PS3. But 360, I know people are still on the okay. server for 360. Okay, right on. Okay. But yeah, it's you. These maps are huge. They're like three to four football fields long. Oh wow. And like you'll, I'll be playing sniper or whatever. I'm like on one end of the map, and then I see this little dot on the other end of the map, and I snipe them. And I think the highest point that I got was like a thousand something. Oh, nice. nice. That's cool. It's it's insane. If you guys ever want to play Battlefield, let me know. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll have to look into that because I've never I've never played any Battlefield games yet. So you actually feel like the weight of the guns when you're playing. Like I don't know if you guys ever translate weight visual weight into like actual weight on the controller um yeah kind, uh, kind of i don't know she's playing with the xbox controller nice. what's up little guy <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> oh going back to our other point do you matthew have any geeky gamer tattoos um i don't i don't actually um not that saying that i don't i won't ever but at this time i currently do not gotcha oh. Did you guys see the new trailers for things? The Red Dead Redemption, Assassin's Creed movie, Resident Evil movie. Um, um didn't didn't see the newest Assassin's Creed or the Resident Evil trailers. I did see Red Dead, um, but uh, Assassin's Creed did intrigue me the first go around. And I've seen some behind the scenes stuff, like they actually do the practical uh, stump stunts and things like that. They they tried not to use a lot of CGI for things, so I think that's pretty cool. But. The new Assassin's Creed trailer. Oh my gosh. I wet my panties. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. So, yeah. So they've been very, very playing this, uh, that movie very close to the chest. Uh, UBI software seems to be evolved. Uh, Michael Fassbender seemed to be very, in, uh, I think he's a fan of the games and wanted to do right by it. So honestly, it looks like he's not playing, obviously, uh, Desmond. Uh, it's, a, it's a different character. But of course, with that series, you know, there were so many different test subjects to get the memories and stuff. So uh, it seems like they're training him, uh, Abstergo. Uh, it looks like because they did have that symbol in the in the trailer as well. Um, I think it looks great. It's a movie that I totally forgot about until you sent over that second trailer. 
I forgot that it was coming out this year. Uh, so I, I, I'm digging it. I think it looks really cool, really fun. So hopefully it does well. We can see a little bit more of this, what they're going to do with this storyline. I have a theory, and I'm going to put $5 down on it to anybody who wants to bet me. Okay. I have a theory that the main character of this movie is the um, test subject. I think it was 18, the guy before Desmond. Oh. I think he's him. That'd be interesting. We shall see. Watch the trailer, Watch the trailer and you're going to start thinking the same thing. Oh. Um, yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Steve, I know you saw it. Yeah, I watched it. Uh, yeah, I'm probably going to have to rewatch the trailer to think. Because I, I, I had that theory, not of that character, but it, like it was going to be one of the test subjects in that line because there was like so many. When there was all like, well, how many were there before me? They're like, this many. And he's like, what? Uh, I yeah, that was exactly how the game was performed too. It was that bad. Um, no, uh, but but other if trailers. I remember correctly, Spanish Inquisition before they met Desmond. Yes, because his was during. Oh, what was his during? Like uh, it was during the the temp the first Templars and the first Crusade. Yeah, that was it. That was it. I was trying to remember what uh, Altier's. Uh, story was I, feel, I think it was so funny when they read we were just talking about revelations when they when they redid that and they had the bag the pass with uh altier how they finally gave him like an actual accent in that time period and so it was like altier let me teach you he's like yeah what do you want boss <laughs> what do you mean you're gonna take all my stuff i'm gonna say it's him what about the resident evil trailer are they still making those movies yeah this is supposed to be the last one Finally. Yeah. I don't me. know if you guys are huge Resident Evil fans like I am. Oh. But I want to tear this movie apart. <laughs> everything is wrong with it. <laughs> okay, so that you being a huge Resident Evil fan, like I, I like them, I enjoy them, but I, I'm, you're probably a bigger fan than I am. I saw, I think, the first, I think, movie one, two, and three. What did you think of the very first movie and on, and or have this has just been a franchise that they've just destroyed? Um. Well, I'll start with this is a franchise they've totally destroyed. Okay, fair enough. Um, but the first movie was the closest to the actual storyline. Everything else is just kind of like, what the hell is going on? What are you guys <laughs> doing? Like, Alice shouldn't even be a main character. I don't even know what's going on with that. Um, she's she kind of feels like she's everyone, but she's she's not. She doesn't exist in the game at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That and it's just like what the whole thing with Wesker and like he's a CG man and I, I don't know what they're doing and they they pull in a lot of monsters from these newer games and those monsters work for the newer games because of the setting and the way that they're telling that story. Yeah, it's just a mix match. Like they have um, this one from Resident Evil Six where it's like kind of a bat and it's got this tail thing with a scorpion tail where it like tries to suck your brains and stuff out and it was in the trailer and i'm like this that one was all the way in like spain or africa or something how oh, is it over yeah, here oh yeah yeah that was the the fifth one yeah cuz i remember i remember that uh that freaking bat thing which was a pain in the butt um okay so so they're literally i okay so the, yeah so this is the last movie in this thing, until they decide we're going to reboot this thing and just go <laughs> no yeah, until they reboot it uh which will like, be i can suspend my for a moment and say the world has been overrun for so long that these monsters migrated from Africa all the way to America but they're just it's just a horrible mix match of every game you know 
Okay, because I was curious about that. Because I remember, I think we talked a little bit about uh, the Resident Evil, you know, the new movie being announced for next year on uh, the horror podcast. And I was like, a Resident Evil movie. I'm like, we're, did, does anybody even care anymore? Like, do you know people who actually still go see these things in theaters? Just as a fan, because I want to see how horrible they did. I mean, it's fun if I, like, take out the fan aspect and watch it for what it is. It's pretty okay. The Vegas one was very bad, but, <laughs> but all the other ones were pretty good. Um, but going in as a fan of the franchise, don't expect anything good. I mean, the fight with Wesker in the previous one was pretty cool because that was an actual thing in one of the previous games. I, I'm mixing up all the games. I haven't played Resident Evil in a little bit, but it just, I don't know. I think they're kind of just de- beating a dead horse. And it ha- yeah, I, I'm I just I'm just surprised that it's lasted this long though. Like, cause I mean, a lot of video game movies that get made, you rarely see a sequel, depending on what it is. Uh, well, you get the fanboys like me who are like, I'm gonna go see it just to see if they kind of did better, and then you get disappointed, and it's like, well, you could be disappointed all you want, but you already spent your ten bucks, twelve bucks on yeah. a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, well that's interesting. So. Uh, um, yeah, I'm just trying to think, because, like, they have their new game coming out, what, next year? Uh, Resident Evil 7. Yeah. Um, now, Which I hear is supposed to be more like the survival horror, like it was in the, the first part of the, the franchise. Yes. Uh, yeah, because I just, I'm probably going to replay it, because uh, I have the, for free, I got the remaster version of the first Resident Evil game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember, I think I only played like one, two, three. I don't think I, I played a little bit of four, but I got it for the Wii and it was really bad on the Wii. Uh, mm-hmm. I should have just gotten it for console. Uh, and then I played five, didn't finish it. Cause it's like, Hey, cut this rope. And you're like, Ooh. yeah, you're like, <laughs> and people walk in on you and you're like, Aah. they're like, what game are you playing? You're like Resident Evil. And they're like, no, you're not. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, and then 6, I played a little bit of that as well. Yeah, 6 seemed to be the push. Like, I think 5 was a push, but then 6 seemed to be the extreme push of let's make this more of a, you know, run-and-gun kind of game and, like, more action-packed and kind of stuff. And it kind of took away from the actual, you know, aspect of what Resident Evil was. I had a hard time playing 6 because I was expecting Resident Evil and I didn't get Resident Evil. Yeah, I think so, the farthest I got in it, I was in some kind of, like, university or something, and then I was just like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even get into this one building because it was, like, a part where, like, the zombies were just crawling over a wall, like, a gate, and you're like, get the door open! And then, like, these, and it's like you'd run out of ammo, and you're like, okay, well, how do I, like, is... Yeah, I think it, they went too... They really went off the rails with that one. So, we'll, so, 7, like, I took a step back, like, I'm excited for 7, but I'm also like, let's see what happens. Because I'm like, you've done this before where you show me a really cool, creepy trailer, and I'm like, oh, I'm on board with this, and then you get the game, you're like, this is nothing what I paid for, so... Um, Have you played 5? Yeah, I really enjoyed 5, I just couldn't get past the alligator part. Alligator part. 5 is the one with Chris, right, and Sheva? Yeah, it's in uh, Africa. Yeah, I'm trying to think, alligator part. Yeah, there's a part where you're walking through... through five. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what chapter it is. You're walking through this area, and these crocodiles or alligators will pop out of the water. You have to do that. But we yes. got to the ending part where there's like that witch doctor kind of guy, and we were mm-hmm. throwing every, like we put down mines. I'm throwing grenades, like I'm with my brother. And we're playing, and we just kept dying. And what I hate about the Resident Evil games is you die and then have to start all the way back from the beginning of the stuff, and you're just like, oh. So I think we got there like three or four times to this witch doctor thing and just kept dying. And I was just like, all right, I I'm, I'm done. So I haven't gotten back. 
So with the Resident Evil games, your biggest ally is juking the uh, the bosses. So like stand in one spot for a second and let them get pretty close. And then as soon as they're close enough, you like you got to keep doing it to kind of like figure out where the threshold is. Then you got to run and then do the quick turn and then shoot them. And you just got to kind of keep doing that over and over. Because I, I remember exactly oh. where you are. Those crocodiles too, super easy to kill them. We played it on hard mode, uh, me and a buddy of mine who were super into Resident Evil. And a lot of with the alligators or crocodiles is you go up to them, stop, let them come up to you. And then you kind of run to the side as they're about to like chomp. And then you shoot them because they're already in that motion of chomping. They can't get out of it. Ah. Uh. It's a slight flaw with the Resident Evil bosses, but it's a great flaw for trying to escape. But yeah, so yeah, so maybe I'll have to go back to the uh, the fifth one and try to play that one. What about you, Matthew? Have you ever played any Resident Evil games? Uh, yeah, the last one I remember playing was uh, Code Veronica. Okay. Nice. Back on uh, uh, the Dreamcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, Dreamcast. Yeah, so um, it's been a while, but I liked that game. No, those are fun. I think the best aspect they did with the Resident Evil was number five when they finally did the co-op mode. Uh, I really enjoy that aspect with the game, and I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, especially the only problem with that, if you don't have somebody you're co-oping with, your uh, your computer counterpart will just be like, hey, I'm going to use all your med stuff for no reason. And I was like, are you kidding me? Any med stuff. And she'll like stand there, kind of like um, in Resident Evil 4 when you're Leon and you have the president's daughter. And it's like, hey, I'm going to shoot over here. You better duck. And it's like a 50-50 chance whether she'll duck or not. And the other half, you're just like, I shot you in the face because you wouldn't duck. What is yeah. wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, you just show up with the president's daughter already, like, dead. They're like, what happened? Like, um, yeah, the the zombies, they they got her. Well, it looks like she has a bullet hole in her face. No, Well, the zombie yeah, stole stole my, stole my gun. It was a gun zombie. When, when, he, when he bites, <laughs> it shoots bullets. It's a, it's a weird, I don't know, it's... Where's my money? Did uh, you guys pick up the free copy of 4? No, there was a free copy of 4? Yeah, they oh, released 4 know. for free, one of the games of gold, games for gold. Oh, boo. I don't know if I picked it up. I might have, yeah, I might have missed that. That was a while, that had to be a while ago. It was, yeah. I think it was like last Halloween. Oh, yeah, that's a while ago then. Um <laughs> Yeah, oh, and that's, yeah. So that was a free game with gold or uh, plus on PlayStation. And then I forget. Remember the other PlayStation Plus game uh, this month was also the new Transformers Devastation game that was released. I think last year. Um, mm-hmm. So I was yeah, like the shade, the shades, uh, shades scale or uh, cell shading game. Yes. There we go. That's so, what, that's what I was meaning to say. So this was like <laughs> this was the first time that I know of that they actually kind of gave you two games that I was like, okay, uh, I I I will take. I mean, granted it's free, but you you know you pay for the plus membership. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of their games have been very like. I think I only got excited since last month when they released finally Journey on the PlayStation Four for games to play, which is a lot of fun. But yeah, they really need to step up their game with that one. Um, and then Xbox has been pretty decent with their games so far. I think this month was the only one that had probably like two all games I've never played before but games i haven't even heard of so um so that's an yeah mega take. rbi baseball it, it, it it's like my whatever but the escapist is pretty fun okay yeah that looks pretty interesting so definitely check that stuff out um let's see so yeah speaking of trailers let's talk about we talked about a little bit about this last night with matthew and i but i'd like to get raven's opinion so red dead redemption 2 was finally revealed to us 
Uh, honestly, like we said, it's not that long of a trailer. There's no real big storyline that you're going to know of. The game does look beautiful and amazing. Raven, what are your thoughts? What would you like to see they improve in this game? And what would you like them to keep or like build on? So I hesitated to watch the Red Dead Redemption 2 trailer. Um, my reason being is because, spoiler alert, cover your earballs. Uh, at the end of the first one, you are Marcin's son, and I'm really hoping that we're not Marcin's son again. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, me and too. If I see his punk ass face in the stupid trailer, I'm gonna <laughs> just rage quit everything. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I. But I mean, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, yeah. Uh, you know what happened to me? That uh, like I knew that was coming because someone spoiled it at work for me when I was working at Toyota. This woman was mm -hmm. talking about, like, oh, he's playing Red Dead Redemption. I'm like, oh, I'm almost done with that that game. I just finally got to the last area. And I'm like, so I don't know. I know a lot of people have beaten it, but I'm so glad that no one has spoiled it for me. She's like, yeah, so the main character dies. And I go, what did I just tell you? <laughs> I'm like, Are, yeah, jerk. Like, I was so pissed. So then, like, when getting to that point, I literally was kind of, like, doing a bunch of side quests not to get to that point. Because I'm like, well, I already yeah. know what's going to happen. And then it happens, and then you play as his son. I'm like, eh, okay, so, or whatnot. But, uh, yeah, going back to, uh, so, hopefully, okay, hopefully they take that out for you, Raven. Uh, what else are you looking forward to? Um, if they put another dastardly achievement, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember that one. Yes. Tie up a woman, put her on the tracks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of the different horses were pretty cool. Oh, you know what? I really think they should bring back the zombie mode. I thought yeah. that was amazing. Undead, yeah, undead like nightmare too. Yeah, Matt, zombie. Yeah, Matthew brought that up. Uh, he brought that up the other night too, and I was like, oh, I didn't even think of that. I still have to finish the zombie one on the the original. Yeah, man, you got to finish that. The fact that they had the different horses of the apocalypse was amazing. I mean, yeah, that was cool. Implement zombies and just the horses. That would be amazing. Maybe they have like skins. Yeah. What's your favorite, uh, Matthew? What's your favorite horse of the apocalypse? Uh, I always, I always did war. Um, because I loved that he was able to just roll through, and he had the trail of fire that would go behind him. Yeah, that was and, and then the zombies went through there; they they catch on fire and burn. Um, I yeah, I rocked him the most. I did death a lot too, um, which he was pretty cool. But wow, you guys are really... when you find him out when you find him out in the world, it's always like oh yes, and like you have to go and like track him down, and then. Mm -hmm. Try to tame them and like get on. It, yeah. It's, okay. It's so what you guys fun. just said, I had no idea that was even in this DLC download thing. And now you're, I'm like, I'm probably gonna go play this right after we get done with this thing. Now I'm like, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Okay. Did you ever, did you ever find the unicorn? No, I didn't. But I, I never did either. But I hear it's there, and it's like in this valley somewhere. And I like, I don't know. I, I I'll find it. Like it's a thing that somebody's making up, kind of like how you could see. I forgot what game it was. Where you could see somebody naked. Oh, Tomb Raider. You could see her naked. Like that's not. A thing. Oh my god, that was yeah. like the oldest rumor ever. With that, they're not like, the first game. Yeah, the very first. Yeah. One. Which, in retrospect, <laughs> if you think about it, you're like, it would have just been pointy boobs. Yeah, exactly. It'd be yeah. just like polygons. Like, yep, yeah, awesome. <laughs> like you put your eye out with these things. Um. Oh, oh god. Actually, that would well be well worth it. I, would actually, I was I was just thinking about that. I, maybe that you guys brought that up. That would be a good like thing to find. Uh, maybe sometime next next episode or something like that. I should look for like all these like random video game rumors that everyone thought that did exist at one point and then have been debunked since. But yeah, I, re I remember the Tomb Raider game being that where it's all like, oh, you can play as your topless or something like that. You're like, oh yeah. And then like now looking back at it, you're like, I'd rather see this one topless because she actually has boobs and not. <laughs> 
Polygon. If you if you want to do a segment on video game rumors, oh my god, that is my thing. Oh, it, I love oh it. perfect. We'll do Ravens video game rumors. There you go. Yes. RV, I'm super into like the Pokemon rumors. Those ones are really good. We could call um, it the Silent Hill rumor. Yeah, yeah, you, you, and then we could shorten it to RVR for Ravens video game rumors. <laughs> All right, we just created a new segment. I'll have to find a. I'll I'll make a drop for that. Okay, cool. I got some homework to do. All right, I like that. I like that. Cool. Um, let else I'm gonna try to think about. Uh, before we get into the uh probably the biggest I wouldn't say biggest but like probably one of the big things that did drop this week. Uh, uh you posted a uh an article with the Pokemon creator uh his top pick for the, his six favorite like Pokemon. Yes. Even though he loves all, or he tries to say he loves all his Pokemon equally, he's got his top six, and starting with number six, it's the Alolan Executor, which is so weird. I don't know how are you, how do you guys feel about the Alolan Executor? Um, I I'm think it's sure what that is. <laughs> oh, you, you, okay. So you know the uh, was it uh, the egg Pokemon, and then he becomes the tree egg one. This is the new one with the huge like neck now for like no reason, and you're like, what? Is this in the the sun and moon that are coming out? Yes. So, okay. He's got a really long neck and he's just super weird. Like the day that he came out, everybody started making memes about him. <laughs> yeah. So weird. Um. Yeah. So and then you said his first one was like your favorite Pokemon. Yeah, Psyduck. Psyduck. Yeah, Psyduck's cool. He likes the fact that he has that air of mystery <laughs> to him. And uh, there's a little trivia fact on here. Psyduck is one of only six Pokemon to appear in every single regional Pokedex in all of the Pokemon games. Oh, that's interesting. But uh, his thoughts on Psyduck were that uh, he thinks the ducks are really cool, and he had Psyduck on his business card for a while, so he really likes the design. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So, yeah, because I think, like... Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say his others are Pichu, Torchic... Teeny and Sylveon. So he's really into like the really tiny, cute Pokemon. Okay, well, I don't agree with Pichu because I think Pichu is literally a throwaway Pokemon. It's just like, what? Yeah. They were like, hey, everybody's into Pikachu. Let's make a baby version. Um, I thought it was the worst Smash Bros. character, too. Um, Pichu and I think uh, oh, I Melee. Melee. Speaking of Smash Bros., um, I, I forgot there's been a couple of DLCs for that that has come out um, with new characters and stuff like that. I still, I still got to get Bayonetta and uh what not for that but yeah i haven't even played that about but speaking of all nintendo news and everything like that uh, of course we finally got the reveal of nintendo's next system the nintendo switch switch uh so it looks amazing okay so raven you're on board with this is this something that you're going to wait on see how it does or is this something you might be picking up when it comes out i'm definitely going to wait on it um they did show a lot of like hey it's portable you can take it wherever you want to go but like how long is that battery really going to last? And if I'm like straight up gaming all day portably, will it really be worth my time or do I have to stay plugged in or like, I, I don't know um, how that's going to be. I don't want them to fix out any bugs with that if there's any. Well, um, my theory is like, of course, we don't know too much of the specs yet. They haven't released any of that. They haven't released a price point with it. We only know is a release date of March uh, 2017. We did see a bunch of games uh, possibly coming to the system. You know, of course, the Zelda, a new Mario game, a couple of like old, uh, more Nintendo exclusives. But then, of course, the biggest thing has been the third parties. Uh, we're going to get Skyrim stuff on it. We're going to get a bunch of those kind of gaming companies. So it is a, it is looking like a console that is trying to get all the other kind of marketing 
from other consoles such as you know playstation having that thing where like oh battlefield is now on you know the nintendo switch uh so i'm um, hopefully they will figure something out because my assumption is I, I i know the battery life will probably be hopefully long enough uh to play but i'm pretty sure nintendo has worked on that my theory is because they know handhelds and they've done so well with all their handheld consoles so this just might be a bigger uh stepping stone uh matthew what 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 is your opinions on this new system i'm very intrigued by it i think the big the big factor is the battery life um and if that's not substantial then unfortunately i think that's not gonna do too well um the the trailer that they showed it, it was kind of funny i mean it's like hey i'm at a rooftop party over in new york city i'm gonna you know bring skylar along and hang out with all my friends but um I'm show up the freaking host of the party <laughs> yeah for yeah sure. what a bitch <laughs> <laughs> but it, it seems like there's a lot of different options that you can do um obviously you have the the controllers that can go on with the the little tablet screen or you can take them off and um even take the controller apart and make it two different controllers for people. And there's a lot of options, but um, I, I want to see the specs. I got to, I got to see the specs. Yeah. The yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree. Now the, I, I do like this. I, I like the design of this console. Uh, I think it looks very cool. I like the aspect of like the controllers removing, having like kind of like, you know, two people can play on the same kind of small things. I know a lot of people are saying like, man, this seems really small. But then if you think about it, it, it might be like a little bit smaller than the, the Wii U remotes because even holding those like to do side scrolling games was pretty pretty small um but like you said yes i'm waiting for specs um i mean honestly this is probably a system i will be buying when it comes out because it's me and a nintendo and yeah. i just finally got caught up with all the new systems and now they dropped this on me so i'm like you punks um i think the biggest aspect of it if they do not work on the battery life thing for the portable it will hinder it because right now it's giving us hey skyrim on the go Hey, this game right. on the go. Uh, a lot of that is to me is a huge feature because sometimes you sit down playing something and you're like, oh, I got to go somewhere, but I'm not driving. And I'm like, I want to keep playing this is like, oh, I can just take this with me kind of thing. So that is a big, big move, I think, in the in the right direction. Well, I'm, I'll be intrigued, too, to see if it's really as seamless as they make it on that on the, the trailer that they released. Um, it's pretty seamless on the Wii U. Like, is it? You know, if I go, if I want to go to the can and I want to still play whatever game I'm playing, yeah. like I do Waker a lot, it was, it was seamless. Okay. Well, that's good. So they'll probably be using that technology coming over. So cool. Yeah. yeah. I think even though the, even though the console is going to be smaller than the Wii U, Wii U, rest in peace. We love you. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to be more screen area though. It looks like it's more screen area because the, the Wii U um, controller, it's like, 75% controller and like, or it's like 75% screen and then 25% of it is just the extra crap around the screen. Gotcha. Yeah, to me, it and I could be wrong because I'm not sure, but it almost, actually now that I think about it, they kind of did a thing almost taking it, uh, not, well, yeah, I guess taken from Microsoft a little bit, uh, trying to do like the uh, Surface with where the Surface has like the, 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 the stand for it, uh, things can click into it, pull out of it. So I think Nintendo kind of was like, let's take a page from Microsoft's book for a little bit and try to make a like almost like a tablet. Uh, I mentioned that. I'm not sure if that's something that Nintendo might look into. Is, is this going to be kind of almost like a tablet? Uh, with certain aspects. Uh, granted, I know they can't, won't be doing like a major stuff like tablets do because it's a Nintendo and Nintendo wants to keep its, you know, like, hey, we, we're creating stuff. We take pride in everything like uh, Raven mentioned earlier. But yeah, no, it seems very cool. Um, I, 
uh, me, I'm just more excited for uh, the Zelda game. I'm like, can I get this already? I've been I've been wanting to play the Zelda game since it's been announced. Yeah. Um, well, a coworker wondering why did they show Skyward Sword in the trailer? Like, why not show the new Zelda game? It yeah, makes the- me feel like they're gonna release Skyward Sword before and push the new one again. Huh. Uh, they might, but the sad part is I'll probably get Skyward Sword for this because. I because well, I was uh, mad that you can only play it with the plus, and I wasn't gonna spend like extra money on new controllers just to play one game. Yeah, because I ended up buying the combo pack that came with the CD and the gold controller that had the plus built into it. I know, I'm but I will say this: Skyward Sword, playing it with that the motion sensor thing, it honestly Skyward Sword was not the best Zelda game. Yeah. Uh, it, I was very disappointed with it. So, but I think with it being on a controller and playing through, like I'm playing like the remaster of Twilight Princess, which is phenomenal. I mean, I love Twilight Princess, but graphics are really good looking, and how they did everything with the screen, like looking down and picking your items and everything seamlessly, like they did with the HD version of the Wind Waker. Uh, I would like to see what they would do with this one and going like, okay, so you're not going to be waving your arms around trying to kill things. Maybe this would be a little bit more fun to play because my arm got tired and I got frustrated with this game like so much. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> so um, that's what I'm looking forward to. Of course, the new Mario game will be fun. But yeah, I'm, I'm very curious about some of these third parties. And like you said, Matthew, how seamlessly it's going to be. Uh, also the specs, like how is it going to look on a TV compared to that tablet? Uh I mean, these are all questions that we don't know yet, which I'm pretty sure Nintendo will be releasing, hopefully, to us. Unless they're just like, nope, you're not. we're not even going to tell you the price point. You literally just have to... F- we're hiding consoles all over stores, and if you <laughs> find it, you get to name your price. And it's all like, what do you do? What, Nintendo? I'm just glad that Nintendo's finally realized, like, the whole family-only thing is cool and all, but selling only family games is not going to get you far. Yeah. Well, I think either way that this console is going to be okay. Um, I if it's if it's anywhere higher than two ninety nine, I don't think it's going to do. I, I think they got to go two ninety nine or two forty nine. Um, compete with Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah, exactly, and fly them off the shelves because we all know their first party games are awesome. We all love them. We always will love them. Um, the the third party support is good. But, you know, they kind of had that, too, with the Wii U where, yeah, we've got people coming on. And then they start over the years, they just kind of fizzled out and, and yeah. didn't really commit to what they originally said they were going to do. But hopefully this go around. Well, I, I think mean, they what showed I mean, 2, 2K17, they showed Skyrim. Um, I think those were the only two, like, third-party games that they yeah. showed. Um, Towards the end, there was the eSports section, and they did Splatoon. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Squid now, squid now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but like you were saying, Matthew, yeah, I think the price point, like, to compete with the these old consoles that are already out and already established right now, uh, Nintendo is pretty good at keeping their console prices low. Uh, I think the one that I bought, I think, was two ninety nine when it came out, the Wii U, and I think it's because it was the, uh, you know, the 32, 32-bit one, it was the high-ender one. Uh, so Nintendo is pretty good at their price points and everything like that. Uh, but like you guys were saying, like, yeah, hopefully we bring it back to old school gamers as well. Cause I think the Wii came out and a lot of people were like, I'm not buying this. And then everyone realized how much fun the Wii was like older people were getting it. Younger kids were getting it. Everybody could play it. It was fun. And then trying to use that market for the Wii U where they're like, we got to get back our old school gamers. But a lot of those gamers did not jump back on that bandwagon because they're like, well, it seems just like it's like the Wii, you know, except you got this bulky controller and everything like that. 
so yeah, I think this is more getting back into that niche market of like, hey, yes, we can do first party games and now we're getting these third party games. We're going to be just as good, maybe even better depending on how things go. But then these other consoles, it's like we're Nintendo. We've been around forever. We're not going anywhere kind of thing. So uh, I'm glad they are doing that. I am uh, very curious. I just hope we don't get the run of the mill of things coming back at us where it's all like, uh, you know, like just call it Skyrim, you know, Elder Scrolls, you know, uh, don't go Skyrim Switch. Don't don't do what you do, Nintendo, where you release the same game, but you're like Batman rearmed you. Oh you know, I, I hate when Nintendo does that. So just just stick with the titles and just be like, no, it's now on. It's now actually if they're smart, they'll be all like, hey, you want to play Sky? Want to play Skyrim? Why don't you just make the Switch? Oh, they should be paying you for that. <laughs> you can call him at five five five. That was that was pretty good, dude. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna be angry when that marketing starts. I'll be like, "Make the switch, Nintendo," and I'm like, "Oh, you son of a!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Paying you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it will be interesting. Of course, we're still waiting for more stuff to come out on the system and everything like that. So, um, well, we but, know about it, so that's cool. Yeah, that's so good. We finally, finally know. Bye bye NX. Hello Switch. I think they did that because the you know everybody else is doing new consoles and they're like, hey, don't forget about us. We're over yeah. here too. <laughs> well, then it also it also fits into their time frame though because they did release the Wii U before Xbox One and PlayStation Four came out. Uh, that's probably so, where their problem was though. Like, if they had waited till afterwards and everybody realized, like, oh, there's all these bugs and problems and stuff, and, hey, we're here to rescue you. Here's this cool, awesome system called the Wii U, and we've got all these games, and we have Wii Sports and backwards compatibility, blah, blah, blah. That's the one thing I'm curious about now, is all their systems up from the GameCube on started doing backwards compatibility, and now they're switching over to pretty much kind of like back to a small cartridge base. I'm just going to call it cartridge base, even though I know it's like, yeah. like a Sims disc or whatnot. But yeah, that's the thing I'm very curious about. Are you guys going to have anything for the old school gamers that still bought all your systems up to this point? Or am I going to have to be kind of like keeping my like like my PlayStation 3? I keep my PlayStation 3 to play PlayStation 3 games because it doesn't have backwards compatibility on PlayStation 4. Really not a big deal if I have to keep the Wii U. It's not really going to like hinder me or make me upset or anything like that. But I am curious, are they going to have anything for backwards compatibility for them? <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see. Or like you could put the serial number for the game if you own the actual game for Wii U and then just do a download, straight download to it. Uh, yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. Yeah, I would yeah, I think that'd All be cool. Questions more. Yeah, they would gotta be answered. The one thing I do want them to do, um, and hopefully it does get answered, uh if I've already bought a game from the Wii shop, like the Wii U shop, like don't make a brand new store. Like you did that with the Wii. You had the Wii store for old digital games and then you made the Wii U store and it was yeah. like games I had to either rebuy or you get them at a discounted price. And I'm all like, I already gave you my money. Like I've kept the same tag, you know, throughout my entire Nintendo career. It's like, you know me. I, I was a Nintendo Power subscriber. Like, come on, you... Like, I've been in it with you guys, like, since 1984, right. you bastards. Um, <laughs> Xbox. Yeah. So, uh, and that's the other thing I'm hoping for. Are you guys going to give us anything like achievements, trophies, you know, medals, or something like that? Is there going to add any kind of new implement for the uh, the Nintendo Switch unit? Uh, but again, like we said, these questions will be answered in more. The only thing I do hope they really keep and just build on it is the uh, their um, community. 
like the Wii U community, I think is amazing on the Wii yeah. U where like you have all the people, you can communicate with people, draw stuff, do all these cool things. I really hope they build on that community and just keep that. Uh, that way I think would be a really big uh, strive for Nintendo to keep. But I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Arcade Bros. I know it's a little bit longer than our usual episodes, but we have been gone for quite some time, and I'm just glad the crew is back. Yeah. Um, what? So, Raven, if people are looking for you online or want to game with you, where can they find you? Revenge Lover. Everything is the same. Um, a couple of them are different, but if you just Google search Revenge Lover, you'll find me. And Matthew. Find me at Airgyle, A-I-R-G-Y-L-E. Very, very good. And also, don't forget to, if you want to game with any of us, um, actually, I was I was going to look into something because I heard about another podcast that um, uh, has a game uh, gaming community now that's on Xbox. One has that new feature where you could do communities, and also PlayStation has groups. So I'm thinking maybe we can try to look into putting together an Arcade Bros group together on these consoles and get more people to join us and stuff like that. Uh, but of course, you can find me at SchoolDays069 cool. uh, or schooldays 69 on PlayStation. Uh, of course, like I said, next month uh, we'll be starting our four-week of uh, contests where we're giving away a copy of Gears of War games for our listeners. I'll give you all the details and everything for that where you can sign up and help participate and all that good stuff. So I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Arcade Bros, everybody, unless anybody else has anything else to add. No, just good to see you guys. Nope, we'll see ya. All right, so until next time, kiddos, keep on gaming. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.